Hey there, retail leaders. It's Steve Worthy. Before we jump into our episode that I know you are going to enjoy, I've got a little something that I think you'll like. You know how we always talk shop and we share insights here, right? Well, I put together this newsletter. It's called Worthy Retail News. Here's what it does. It allows us to continue our candid dialogue. It's another way for us to provide straight talk conversations and stories and even some more behind the scenes perspectives from top professionals in the retail industry. Just click the link in the show notes to subscribe or better yet, you can go to worthyretailnews.com. It's just that easy. Worthyretailnews.com. Trust me, it's worth a look. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. So have you ever heard that one plus one equals three? Right, I know, I already know that's bad math. But when we think about it, one plus one equals three in the terms of synergy, meaning when you have two organizations or two individuals, the sheer sum of who they are and what they bring to the table adds value. So that one plus one doesn't necessarily equal two. As a leader, when we talk about the law of addition, your goal is to focus and to add value to other people, to your team, so that way they can become better leaders. The synergy that is created by you adding value to another leader catapults them and everybody else around them. So today we are going to be talking about the law of addition. One plus one equals three. I know it doesn't, but for today, it does. Welcome to Retail Leadership, hosted by Steve Worthy. We understand that retail is a fast-paced industry and that a leader's decision will impact everyone, every day, all over the world. Listen, it's time for you to stop being the leader others think you should be and time for you to become the leader you have always wanted to be. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, okay. All righty. You've heard me say it. I don't know how many times already that leadership is influence. It is nothing more, nothing less, right? It's about, it is about influence. And when we talk about the law of addition, the goal for that is to focus on others and not ourselves. Leadership is an act of service to others. And the true leader focuses on creating value for others. The law of addition is rooted in this concept of selfless focus on the creation of other people, helping them create a value system. That way they can have something foundational for them to build upon as they grow, as they move along their leadership journey. I think about my own leadership journey. When I first started, I got my first leadership book. I want to say it's like it was 19... 95 or 96, and it was John Maxwell's Developing a Leader Within You. Pastor Davis, who gave me the book, but he said, Steve, you will never get your PhD in leadership, meaning that leadership is a journey. It's iterative, and every time you go to the next level, there's going to be new challenges for you to face. And the best way for you to do that is to help other people along their journey. So one of the best ways for you to do that is to help other people advance through their own issues, through some of their own leadership challenges. And that's what the law of addition is going to talk about today. We're going to talk about three, three distinct things that you can do 
as a leader to help add value to other leaders. Okay, now number one, I typically don't start off, um, you know, you, you don't want to define a word with the word. How many of you have ever, ever seen that or done that, right? But number one is, is to value others, right? And I know we just talked about, okay, three ways to add value. So number one is to add value. And there are three things that you can do to show that you value others. And one is to value their time. You have to value their time. I was being mentored by somebody and we typically had a weekly meeting where I sent, you know, the agenda and something for us to talk about and all these different things as well. And what I realized was one time I actually failed to send the agenda. I failed to send the agenda. I was in between stores doing different things and I just thought it would be okay for me not to send the agenda to him. And when we got on the call, he first thing he said, Hey, I didn't get the agenda. What are we going to be talking about today? And I was like, well, I just thought we would kind of just have a chat. And he said, Steve, don't ever do this again. Right. You know, no, we need to have an agenda. I need to know specifically what it is that I'm trying to help you with. And I realized that I, I, I didn't value his time. He was an important person. He carved out this time every week to spend with me and I didn't value his time. So when you're valuing others, you have to value their time. And the other one that you need to focus on when you're talking about valuing others is to value the information that they will provide you. There are certain people, you know, those people, they just know stuff within an organization or they know stuff within a market. They know stuff about the competition. And it's important for you to take the time to actually value the information that they are going to provide you. They have knowledge. They have wisdom. They have certain things that they can bring to the table. And you have to take the time and spend the time to listen and ask probing questions. And then also just value their information. Thank them for their information. Thank them for their time. Thank them for everything that they've provided for you. And then lastly, as a leader, you have to value the culture that you are trying to create when you're valuing others. It's important that you spend the time and to probably write out, theme out, whatever it is, the type of culture that you want to create within your organization, within your team, within your, your, your business unit. Once you do that, once you write it out, it's important that you start to live out that culture that you want others to take part in, right? It's important. So, Taking the time to craft and create a culture where people can see exactly what you want to stand for and what you want them to stand for within, within that culture is extremely important. A lot of times we just expect culture to kind of happen as a leader and we expect people to just understand who we are and what we value as a leader and then their role therein. We can't do that. You have to be intentional and you have to take the time to do that. Number two is to make yourself valuable. Make yourself valuable. And what does that mean? You can only give what you have. If you are not making yourself valuable, if you are not increasing your leadership quotient, 
If you are not increasing your leadership skills and ability, your 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 self-awareness, your emotional intelligence, your overall intelligence of the market, a book that you may have read, a article that you may have read, a blog post, something that's adding value to you as a leader, as a person, as a thought leader, spending time interviewing people, listening to podcasts, going to leadership conferences. You have to make yourself valuable so that you can impart your wisdom and your knowledge to others in order to make them feel valued. Here's the one thing that I know is that I've been doing this leadership stuff for a long time. And one of the things that I often receive is people will come to me and they'll ask questions to me based on my knowledge. And they want to hear what I have to say based on my experience, based on a book that I've read, based on whatever it may be that I've done in my career. They may want to hear something about that. I've been able to create some value for myself internally. And in that way, I can actually give that to other people. And I take a lot of pride in that. I really do. Because I think that one of the best things that you can do is to increase your leadership value, not for yourself, not for yourself, just so you can say, oh my gosh, look at me. I'm this great leader. I have all this knowledge. It's not about that. It is about your ability to be able to share your knowledge and your wisdom with other people. And number three is to know and relate to what others value. Here's what John Maxwell says. He says, inexperienced leaders are quick to lead before knowing anything about the people they intend to lead. But mature leaders listen, learn, and then lead. Mature leaders listen, learn, and then lead. You have to know people. This is a, this is, leadership is not position. You've heard me say it, I don't know how many times. It is not about your position. It is about people. It is about the people that you connect with, the people that you lead, your ability to connect with them, your ability to share your value and to add value to people. And you only can do this by listening and learning people, getting to know people. The best leaders that I know, the best leaders that I know are the ones that take time and spend time with other people. This leadership business, if you will, is not for the faint at heart. And everybody wants to call themselves a leader, but they're not leading anything. They're managing something. They're managing processes. They're managing they're, they're managing um, protocol. You lead people. And the only way that you can lead anybody is by spending time with them. Okay, Steve, so you're asking me to add value to people, make yourself valuable, and then to get to know people and so that you can add value. How do I know when this is working? How do I know that I am actually in this law of addition where I'm adding value to people so that they can add value to others and, you know, subsequently they can actually grow and other people can grow around them? Here's the North Star. Here's the North Star. So when you move from a place of WIFM, right, get this acronym, WIFM, what's in it for me, to a place of what's in it for them. That is a telltale sign that 
you are making the transition to valuing other people and that you're adding value to other people. The what's in it for me is all about selfishness. It's all about what can I get out of this situation? How is this situation impacting me? Oh my God, the sky is falling and I don't care about anybody else but myself and I want to make sure that I'm getting the best out of this situation. But when you move to what's in it for them, your ability to slow the ball down, explain, take the time, ask questions, check for understanding, add add a story, add value to them, allow them to rebuttal, allow them to let you know how they feel, allow them to let you know how this is impacting them, not based on what you think could potentially be impacting them, but what is actually impacting them and this decision, how it's going to impact them, their life, or whatever it may be, that's when you know you're adding value. That's when you know you have some measure of approachability where people can come to you and share their deepest, darkest thoughts or secrets or questions without the, the threat of reprisal because you have been a trusted leader. They feel that you can add value to them. You're safe. You're still going to kick their butt as a leader because you want the best out of them, but you're still safe and they want to do the best for you. That's when you know this is working. When you move from a place of what's in it for me to a place of what's in it for them, that's when you know that you are adding to people. This law of addition, it's not easy. You know, it's here to teach us that in order for us to grow our team, we must first grow within ourselves. This gives us the capacity. This gives us the capacity to grow and to give of ourselves. You know, when I wanted to do these, when I wanted to do all of these laws, one of the things I realized was that there are a lot of laws. There's 21. So it's going to take some time to get through all of these. But the one thing I realized was that my journey as a leader, just like yours, takes time. It is not about microwaving yourself to being a successful leader. It is about taking the time and being methodical and thoughtful about understanding or morphing strategically into the leader that you want to become. A leader that is going to help others grow and reach their full potential. Thank you for listening to Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy. If you want to learn more how to take your leadership to the next level, you can find us at www.worthyretailu.com slash now. Have a great day. Okay, okay, okay. Before you go, before you go, Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being a massive part of Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy. I got to tell you the ideas, concepts, and also the challenges that you guys face out there as retail leaders, you know, it keeps us going. It is the fuel that helps us um, create these podcast episodes. And we just want to thank you so much. Please, if you have more ideas and things that you're dealing with or struggling with that you want to hear about, let us know as well. Also, if you're interested in working with Worthy Retail, let us know. If you want to learn more about the campus, we have links in the description as well. So, hey, I will see you in the next episode. Have a great day. 
and God bless.